Hello and welcome to Mastermind Growth, where we share the wisdom, the stories, the insights from business owners. My name is John Cashier Rice, and I have the pleasure to be your host for this week's podcast. I am your local Federation of Small Business Membership Advisor, meeting and supporting businesses across the country and the region in all industries. Today we have Reglan with us. How are you doing? I'm doing very well, thank you. Excellent. Thank you for taking the Oh, great, great. Um, Thank you for taking the time out. Great. So yeah. tell, tell us a little bit about your business. Okay, well, my business is called Mindsheet, and I started it about 17 years ago after a corporate career. Um, and the sort of things that we do, we do management consulting for large companies. So my clients are companies like BAE Systems, Toyota, Hyundai, Siemens, Cobham. Uh, just recently, I've been doing a little bit more stuff with smaller companies, which is kind of more business coaching, particularly around um, business growth. And then also along the way, particularly on our big corporate contracts, we would also end up developing systems. So of all things, we developed some surveillance robots for the MOD, um, a medicine tracking system for the Scottish government. Uh, aircraft parts prediction system for a manufacturing repair organization uh, and, and a whole host of systems that we've developed along the way so those are the kinds of things that uh, that we do yeah wow fascinating sounds so there's so many diverse areas that you've been um, involved in yes yeah definitely yeah yeah we won the um Portsmouth News Innovation Award in 2008 for our our surveillance robots. Oh, congratulations! So cool. <laughs> yeah. It almost sounds sci-fi surveillance robots. It's like, well, this was for checking out vulnerable ground in places like Afghanistan or whatever. So it would mean that uh, the the soldiers could um, test out the the vulnerable ground before one stay hunkered down you know before they put their head above the parapet so uh, and explore these different places yeah wow saving people's lives as well yes but um we we had quite a few engineers working for us then and uh, as i sort of approach retirement it's sort of thinned down a bit so it's just three of us now uh, that sort of run the business and the consulting side is is quite easy, uh, e- easy to deliver. You're just solving strategic problems for companies. All right, fabulous. So I'd love to hear a bit about your background, your journey to where you got to. Well, my background, I'm an engineer. Um, and I started off um, working for British Aerospace, in fact, uh, working on missile guidance systems. Um, and then I went into the car industry um, into sort of very much R&D. So we, back in 93, we developed an autonomous car. Um, you know, it, it, it's old hat now, everybody's doing it, but it was pretty cool back back then. You're ahead of the um, curve. And there was a whole bunch of products that came out of that, like adaptive cruise control. Um, I have a patent on driver assistance. That's the sort of feel that you get in the steering uh, that, allows you to feel the boundaries of the edge uh, of the of the lane so you just get a little tactile warning um, and that patent 
I think the market is about $75 billion a year now. So, so that was probably the coolest engineering thing I did. Um, I came down south in sort of at the start of 2000 to become the group R&D director for Delarue. Um, and the big challenge I had on my plate at the time was the Euro launch and Delarue had a contract to make about a billion euros as well as ATMs and cash machines. And I think through that episode, we sort of got the, we got the, all the products out. Uh, we made about a hundred million pounds for, on the top line. And then of course, what followed was the Euro hangover. So all the banks had too much automation and the inevitable redundancy. So I was asked to halve the team, which was 260 people, down to about 130 to a sort of sustaining. And I found myself redundant after that, after that process without a clue as to what I was gonna do. But luckily I had an extensive network and that's how I sort of walked into management consulting. And I've been working for myself ever since. Wow, fabulous. It's so important to have a network, isn't it? It's, uh... Yeah, very much. Excellent. So you're, you're moving into sort of mentoring and coaching, did you say? Yes, that's um, slightly, uh, I would say with big companies, um, you, you, you have to go on site, you actually roll up your sleeves and you solve the problem. And uh, I'm sort of about a year shy of 60 now and uh, spending time at far-flung places like Barrow and Furnace or Saudi or whatever is no longer quite so appealing. So I still want to keep my hand in, but I want to, I want to work with businesses and just basically use the sort of benefit of my experience to sort of pinpoint not the million and one things that they've got to do next, but just the one thing that will actually make the most impact on their goals. Right. So I'd, I'd be fascinated to find out a little bit about your approach. So say if I came to you and I've got a um, challenge, yeah. what would be your process of helping me sort of that one thing? Well, I think if we, if we back out, the, the biggest problem I experience, and I've been through this myself, is as a small business owner, it's very easy to get overwhelmed. Yes. You've got these big plans, strategy for the future. You've got, um, you've got the day-to-day, -day, keeping the money tap running. You've got the pay run coming up. You've got all of this stuff going on. And in some ways, it's harder once you've started the business than when you were starting out. When you were starting out, you had all the time in the world. And now you're deep in it and you feel like you're kind of more doing sort of heart massage with a patient. And if you stop for a blink, you're in trouble. So you've got to somehow work your way out and get really strategic. And so I found a tool really useful for this was um, McKinsey's Three Horizons. So you kind of look at all the stuff that's going on in Three Horizons, the, the immediate, the day-to-day, which is um, keeping the lights on. The, the next horizon, how are you going to change things so that you're going off in a, and getting that next layer of growth? And then the final horizon, which is more, um, what's that, 
that that scale up type thing what's your exit where where do you actually need to get it so the whole thing is kind of running itself and so so what i do with people is i basically say look all of these issues goals everything like that stick them down into the right horizon and interestingly uh once they do that you get this enormous relief because all of these worries which they don't want to give up like the future um, you just need to let go of it a little bit because there are some immediate things that you have to tend to, which is uh, keeping the money tap operating and getting your team empowered so that they can do the day-to-day -day running without you. And then you've got what I call a growth platform and you are now free to do that next layer of entrepreneurial journey, which is, you know, what's the next layer of growth? Uh, and doing that without sort of being pulled back down to work again. So, so I, I just find it, it's just you get it all out. So it's kind of brain dump, and then uh, everything's in the right place. It's not lost, and now you can focus on the one thing that you've got to do next. Excellent. I like that because it's straightforward. It's easy to implement. And very yeah. practical. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Very much so. Excellent. Excellent. So. Is that, is that something you could do for yourself or would it be more useful for someone else or, or doesn't it really matter? Well, with my um, uh, coaching clients, uh, so uh, that, that's very much what, what I do. So we've just gone through that exercise and they had all these very grand plans, which they still got them, but um, they, they've now realized actually there's only a few things that they have to do right now. And it's, I, I actually created a little video for them and a, and, and a download template. So I can just send them the template, they just do it to themselves, just quietly sort all of this stuff out into the three horizons. And then they share that with me and then we talk the next, next step through really. So yes, it's very much DIY. Yeah, no, that, that makes a lot of sense. So if you can find somebody who will listen and understands, that really does make a difference. You're a sounding board, really. Yeah. A, a safe sounding board, um, because it, it, it's quite lonely leading a small business. I mean, my business, when we were doing engineering projects, we were up at about 20 people. And it was a real rat run, basically. And of course, everybody is, you know, they just want you to carry on doing all the heavy lifting where it counts, all the scary things, taking all the risks, and they want to carry on doing exactly what they've always done, drawing a salary. Yeah. So, it's, and, and, and why not? Because that's, that's the joy of being an employee, uh, but you're in it for a slightly different thing. And you have to be mindful of that. So it's good to have somebody that's safe to talk to. Yeah, no, actually, I agree on that. It's... Uh... It's really important. Um, it is lonely sometimes as a business owner, but even if you have staff, yeah, who do you talk to? Exactly. They have a vested interest. Yes. And uh, it, it, they're not going to have a discussion that ends up then taking on a lot more stuff while you sort of are freed up to work out the next layer of growth. Um, and they just want you to carry on doing whatever cog you were operating I mean, you, you're operating all the cogs to begin with. Yes. And of course, you, you won't go anywhere because as soon as you're maxed out, that's the end of the road in terms of growth. 
So you have to, I mean, it was kind of really what I learned in, in corporate life. So um, you could never be promoted to the next level until you'd obsoleted what you did on a day-to-day -day basis. Uh, and that, that strategy got me up to running teams of about 1,200 people in the automotive industry. So it was not a bad strategy, really. No, absolutely. <laughs> so, so what would be your top tip if the you know, business owner got to that point where they really need to make themselves redundant in a role in their organization? How do you do that? How, what are some of the top tips? Right. Well, I, it, the magic all happens in Horizon One because that's actually what keeps the lights on. So you need to understand your metrics. You need to understand the critical things, number of leads that you're getting, your conversion rate, the multiplication of that is, is, is your sales, your transaction value, the number of transactions and your costs. And everything needs to equate with that. And that kind of multiplies out and gives you your profit and your revenue. So the first thing is, do you have uh, a continuous improvement process where you are always driving those numbers with small, easy to do improvements to give you more cash? And then with that cash, you need to be basically making all of the cogs in that machine run without you uh, and sort of investing in the right talent to be able to do that. So when you've got that horizon one, you're now you've got time and you're making cash. And, and, and that's that that's really the most important thing. And your team are doing it for you. So that can't be bad. Ah, that makes a lot of sense. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So if somebody's listening to this and, and it's making a lot of sense to them and they would like to reach out to you to, to maybe sort of talk to you, maybe find out about coaching or mentoring or even some consulting, how do they do well, that? Well, probably the best way is, well, if they want this template so that they can go and do this, uh, if they go along to raglantribe.com forward slash get clear, and that's hyphenated get dash clear, then they can go and do the exercise for themselves. Whether they, they want to use me or not, it will be useful for them. If they want to talk to me, just go along to raglandtribe.com forward slash contact and you can send a message to me and I can get back to you if you leave your phone number. Excellent. And we'll put that information on our website so they can link straight to yours. Excellent. Yes. Uh, thank you for sharing your story with us and uh, your uh, insights. Excellent. Yeah. Great. Well, thank you very much indeed. Oh, it's been a real pleasure. I've really enjoyed our chat. Uh, and if you great. know of any other business owners or entrepreneurs, that'd be a great guest for the uh, podcast. Please do let me know. I'll email up to you. Yeah. Thank great. you. Thank you. Uh, this Excellent. has been a podcast for business owners by business owners. Uh, until next time, talk to you soon. Take care. Bye. The Federation of Small Businesses with practical help for business owners such as the FSB Insurance Service. We're not only a fully general insurance broker with services for all products tailored to your needs, includes free business and personal credit checks, free valuation service and free business continuity planning. Any questions, contact me at john.cassidy-rice at fsb.org.uk.